Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our popular segment where we speak to individuals and professionals and founders and whatever you like from the world of sports and sports tech. My name is Ahmed Alhuli and today we have a very special guest, Mr. Joel Silvain. Joel, welcome to the show, buddy. How's things? Oh man, things are great, man. Thank you, Ahmad, for having me on the show, brother. Welcome aboard, my man. Welcome aboard, my man. Welcome aboard. Um, before we, we uh, get into what you're currently working on, take me back in time, man. Where did this journey all, all begin? When did what? what, what this journey, the journey of life, begin. Oh, man, the journey began ever since I was 20 years old, brother. I got into the, the, the regular entertainment industry as an intern. Uh, working for uh, the guy that represented Melba Moore, Najee, uh, Freddie Jackson. And uh, I went in there in a suit and tie, you know, looking all proper. And then he was like, listen, this is the music business, man. We relax. <laughs> you're looking like a, he said, you're looking like a nerd, bro. So take the jacket off. Here's a Shivers Regal to drink. Uh, get a shot of Shivers and, 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 Go, go fetch me some stuff. So I learned the, the, the music business, which was my entree into the whole, whole entertainment industry um, in general. And what I've learned from that is at the end of the day, you've got to keep your people captivated. So whether if it's sports, that's why you're always looking for the best athlete and the, and the best superstar because they keep people in awe, right? And so the more you keep people in awe, the more they're going to be attached to whatever screen. So, you know, me growing up, it was regular TV, right? So, you know, a person is is watching the TV and you're cha-chinging, cha-chinging. Well, from that experience, you know, I ended up getting my own record label. But in between that, my partner, Jimmy Mack, uh, he was into BMX and action sports. Now, keep in mind, I'm a brother from the hood. We, I mean, we did, we had BMX bikes, but uh, we didn't own the BMX bikes. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, but we, you know, we used to see people doing tricks here and there, but it was like, you know, it was like, that's pretty cool, but then, with my partner, I actually went to South Jersey and I've actually been to a race, a BMX race, been to the pit where they're doing the tricks. And it's like unbelievable. And there that showed me the magnificence of being open minded to looking at all forms of entertainment, especially in sports and action sports. So that's one of my passions is uh, is also action sports whether it's skateboarding, uh, BMX, because 
those guys are like daredevil, man. That's the that's the real deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, the things those guys do is insane. I mean, I, I don't know how they even practice to actually do that. It's just just ridiculous, to be quite honest. Well, you know, the, the way they practice actually is uh, there's certain pits that they go to that has like sponges. And they can practice doing their, you know, their, their, you know, their flips and things like nature doing that. It's almost like, you know, gymnastics. Now, the hardcore ones, they didn't have that. <laughs> so they have broken bones. I mean, these guys, to be honest with you, they suffer from PTSD. They suffer from CTE, just like the NFL players. Dude, they fly in the air. I don't know how many meters with the with the with the skateboard loose just on on momentum. Then they put it back under under their feet and they come down flying. Some of them fall off. That's like you 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 can't even script that. It's just insane. It's 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 incredibly insane. It is it is bananas what it is. Wow. <laughs> Talk to me about your current involvement now in uh, sports and entertainment. What are you what are you currently working on? You know, um, currently what I'm working on is right now uh, I'm an advisor for, you know, my partner, Jimmy Mack, I told you about. He just launched his new sneaker line, action, action sports sneaker line called Union Square Shoes. It's it's the, the bottoms are just unbelievable, whether you're, you're a skater, whether you're a biker, you know, it, and, it, and it's a hot looking shoe. It's hot. Then. Um, I'm on the board of advisors for Big Apple Basketball. I'm looking to bring, you know, the, the, the New York swagger of basketball back. You know, we're, we're developing young kids, getting them hungry and developing them. Um, we have a pipeline and a relationship with USA Basketball as well. So we're bringing some folks within the Tri-State area. Um, and the person that runs Big Apple Basketball is Jason Curry. Nice. This guy is, uh, he's now in his 20th year of Big Apple basketball where, you know, he was a, a stud at St. Michael's College. Um, and just to keep in shape because he's so passionate about basketball. And that's why it's so important that whatever you do in life, when it comes down to, you know, living your dreams, pursue it, man. Just understand the business aspect of it. But pursue it because you can't do that for a long period of time. And so for Jason, he's a testament of turning your passion into a profit um, or, or a nonprofit because his organization is a nonprofit because he gives back to the kids, uh, girls and boys, on teaching them the, the basic fundamentals of playing basketball. And then another uh, project that I have is uh, is esports, man. This esports is exciting, dude. It's, it's uh, and it's funny because you know you and I were talking earlier that I find that the, a lot of the kids now, you know, they really don't want to go outside and play. You know, they just they want to be behind the screen or you know they have the Nintendo Switch and they're streaming through Twitch and all types of platforms, showcasing their moves. Um, but we, one of the people that I'm mentoring. Marcus Howard from Project MQ. He has done a partnership with a group called Hado. 
And Hado is going to be the next phase of esports because now it's it's incorporating virtual reality. But but you're it's it's amazing. It's like almost playing Tron. Like they it's like virtual dodgeball, and you're throwing like fireballs, and you can't necessarily. You, you can see the fireball coming and you're dodging it, but when you get hit, you still somewhat feel it. So it's like the next level of esports because it's much more engaging and it's it's at that next iterative level. So I'm really excited about that. And, uh, you know, we may end up launching it during the Super Bowl. Who knows? I'll keep you posted. 100%. I actually had a group on the podcast earlier maybe a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, week before. They're called um, Virtual Fighting Championship. It's VRV, uh, VFC, basically. Same thing, eSports but VR. So, you, so I'm standing with a headset on, I've got the controls on my hand, and I can fight you, throwing punches and whatnot, and you, yeah. you're, you're doing the same across from me. So we're fighting each other. So that's going to also, you know, that's so that seems to be that VR is getting a lot more involved in uh, esports, and the future is there really. Um, and I think uh, anybody who finds the, the, the right the right sport and can make it all work, they're going to make a lot of money. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It's also going to get get people to get back in shape. Yeah, right? man. Because, like you said, with the with the fighting, with the you know the, the virtual dodgeball um, as a group sport type of thing, and then eventually you're gonna have the virtual basketball. You're gonna have virtual a lot of things. So, and what's great about it is what with the difference with esports in comparison to the regular sports is this: there's more people that can pick up a joystick or the, a controller or be more engaged from a mobile device because you can play with your mobile device so much easily than if you're watching, if you if you have to be stuck watching a game that's not in your time zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why this, this whole esports and, and what's, what you're going to see that's going to happen is, and that's, it's already happening now. The professional teams are making sure that that's a component of their entertainment platform. So like I said to you earlier, you know, I started off in the music business and then, you know, I did action sports. Uh, now I'm doing esports. I still do regular conventional basketball uh, and, and I still do action sports some um, and provided some consulting services and direction and things of that nature. But like I said, it's all going to be part of everyone's ecosystems. Whether you own a baseball team, you're going to have an esports platform. If you own a, you know, an NFL team, the NFL teams, a whole bunch of them already have esports leagues. Um, hockey doesn't matter what it is, because when that season is over, that owner still wants to make money off of that stadium, right? So. Concerts are cool, but you don't own that concert. You have to pay 
But when you own a, a, a esports league and you can do it almost 24-7 because these guys are in there playing all through the night and then all of a sudden you're broadcasting that all across the world. Yeah, man. It never ends. It never ends. And, that, and if it never ends, that means your money never ends. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you're not, you're not re- relying on the NFL season or the NBA season or, or in whatever sports you are, to be honest. That's fascinating, man. I mean, the, the, the future is so bright. There's so much that can happen. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So you basically answered my next question of, of where you see the, the future moving for sporting teams and whatnot, because you you just said it now. I mean, they're going to be able to fill their, their stadiums and their facilities 12 months a year, 365. Um, maybe not 365, maybe 50, 52 weeks. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that that those revenue streams are going to keep going. Sponsors are going to be happy because, you know, they can buy more. Um, get more, get more exposure, you know, for 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 what they paid for, um, you know, because a stadium sponsorships don't really change, man. It's it, Gillette Stadium is Gillette Stadium, you know, it is what it is. Um, well, and 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 to your point, which which you're going to end up seeing also though is you'll you'll end up seeing more stadiums actually. Um, now those stadiums could come in two forms. One, the second stadium that a, a professional team may own may be in partnership with a college. Or that Why? professional team. Why? Hmm? Why with a college? Because the college is going to provide the pipeline. The college is also providing um, a place for folks, kids between the age of 18 to 22 that need something to do. And, you know, I don't know about you. When I was in college, we were playing Madden. We weren't that good, but we were still playing. We were playing Madden in between because I was on the basketball team at NYU. uh, And we were playing Madden, talking smack, you know, traveling to games, bringing our you know, X, I mean, you know, there was no Xbox then. It was a uh, PlayStation back then, you know, bring out PlayStations and, and talk is smack. But now, you know, these kids in college, it's, it's about, you know, smoking weed and playing video games, getting your munchies on and, uh, and, and doing your thing. So for uh, a professional team, you know, they get their, They'll get their athletes from that team, from that college campus. Why wouldn't they make sure that they have an audience that is committed to that college campus and could be committed to that professional yeah. organization associated with it? So now they're, they're building brand alliance and brand loyalty right in it, in that spot. Wow. 100%. Interesting. I mean, yeah, you, you, you can definitely see these those worlds coming together. Yeah, absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then keep it, and then, and think about this too now. So, I don't know if you know this, but you, do you know that college campuses are now offering scholarships to gamers? Not to gamers, no. I know that the um, college athletes in California can, can now make money, basically. 
Right. Yeah. Well, now that's all across the board. That's not only California. It's now all all the yeah the NCAA approved it two weeks ago. Wow. Well, so so keep this in mind. Follow me here. There's more people that play gaming, and there's more people that watch gaming than they watch all the sports combined. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. So if if I'm a dope if I'm a dope gamer. Or if, uh, if I'm a gamer and I want to capture an audience and get them excited about me, and I can, I can be the big person on campus. So we're going to be politically correct. <laughs> the big person on campus, whether it's girl or, or male. Anyone, yeah. And I have a scholarship to that place. Now I can make money, bro. I can create my own jersey. And the NCAA can't stop me because they just endorse that I can create my own YouTube stream in my campus. It's a game changer, bro. And then when that happens, you don't think that a local professional team wants that person that's capturing that audience? 100%. <laughs> it's all about attention. They're going to want that. And, and the kid can have merchandise. Yeah. That says the, the name of the school and on the back is their name. Yeah. Game over. Bowling. 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 Absolutely. Well, Joel, you've, um, you've, you've, you've definitely put a lot of context to it. I mean, it all makes sense and comes together. Hence why you're, you're, you're advising these uh, esports teams. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. Uh, I mean, uh, chat's been great. Insight's been awesome. Thank you very much for joining me on on the show. Unfortunately, we we have to wrap up due to time. We try to keep it between fifteen and twenty minutes. Um, before we let you go, where where can we find you online? You can find me on Sports and Entertainment Partners J on Instagram. Very nice. Sports, sports and entertainment partners J at Instagram. I, I, I like to keep on. I, I like to keep on the down low. You know what I'm saying? I, I like to be behind the scenes, pulling the strings, and getting those checks. <laughs> so today, today is your lucky day because you get to see me live and direct. Nice. But, you know, lucky you me can too. Follow me. Yeah, follow me on IG. Um, I also got my radio show called Power Moves. So you can see me on In Touch News uh, on Facebook, In Touch News on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Very nice. Power Moves. Very nice. Where celebrities, athletes, key influential executives share how they make money, how they attract power, and how they earn respect. That's right. So we show you how to make Power Moves, all right? It's pretty cool. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard that straight from, from the power move man himself, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Joel. Thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder podcast. Man, thank you for finding me, Sports Finder, because Sports Finder is where it's at, baby. Go We're to that coming. website. Thank you. We're coming. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?